0: Let's play a game.
1: All right. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want
0: to go do Karate in the Garage? Yup.
1: This is the Karate in the Garage podcast with Mason Merrill and Weston Toth. Welcome back to another edition of the Karate in the Garage podcast. I am your host, Mason Merrill, and with me again today is my co-host, Weston Toth. How are you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm doing so well. How you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm good, man.
1: I'm, we're back in the saddle. We took another week off because we were busy and things got, just got in the way. But you know what? I am really glad I had an extra week with this video game.
0: Yeah, I am so uh, glad as well because this one dude, we needed a win and we got one.
1: Yeah, we did, uh, man, and it delivered on a uh, you know, on a scale that was way more than I remembered. So um but before we get into that, how's everything going? What's been up?
0: Yeah, everything uh, is going, going good, man. Just, you know, working away. Wife's doing good. Dogs doing good. You, do you know, it. I'm just happy camper, pretty much uh, all around contentment around here.
1: Yeah, man. Same here. Like, we're getting a little more sleep with the baby recently, which is good, and he's growing like crazy, so pretty happy.
0: Nice. Yeah, dude, that's awesome.
1: Just been been super busy. We've been, like, part of the reason why we didn't get to it last week is um, our company, we're, like, renovating a studio for content creation type stuff, so we've been really busy with that, trying to fit everything personal in between all of that, (laughs) all the work stuff, so
0: right you know the cool thing is that's hopefully will benefit the podcast and content creation on a you know more creative way not that not just for your work so that'd be kind of kind of cool
1: yeah definitely definitely and when you come we'll be recording there
0: (laughs) oh man the special I like it well Well, you sound you sound glorious did you get your new mic last week or this week
1: I got it um last week um but I am I think I got it set up right now. I was coming in a little too hot last week, or maybe I was low. I don't know. But that anyway. sounds glorious. Yes. Yes. I got the Shure SM. What is it? Seven. 7B.
0: Yeah. Dude, that's the love this thing that's like this industry standard mic for po- podcasting broadcasting i mean recording vocals that thing literally does everything well so i'm yeah i'm looking yeah, it's awesome trying to find a used one maybe because what i mean they're they're a little pricey what four, 400 bucks or yeah yeah so yeah it's
1: 399 you can get it for 385 some places but um Mm. yeah i was uh i was definitely happy to get it and it's um up the game here a little bit with the sound quality and really like it and uh i it was funny i bought it and then i was telling my wife i was like oh this mic's so awesome she's like oh yeah whatever and we both listened to dax shepherd podcast and his is like the biggest one out there right now Really? And I looked I looked yeah, looked on Instagram uh-huh. and he was using this mic on his podcast. So <laughs> Yeah,
0: I mean dude, that's what I'm saying. Like it is the industry standard. You'll probably on at least professional grade podcast you're gonna hear that mic set up on at least ninety percent mm-hmm.
1: of them. Yeah, yeah, for so. sure. Cool. Dak um, Shepard, he's a cool cool cat. Yeah, he's got a pretty good show if uh you're looking for some some you know, laughs just a guy yeah laughs and a guy who just in, interviews celebrities all day so.
0: yeah see i feel like you have a little bit of an advantage uh coming into the podcast space when you, all of your friends are people that uh, you know the world wants to hear about and yeah. so it's just like hey 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 buddy you you got a little bit of a i mean even if the show is not that good you can just let you know if people want to oh hear about i don't I, I don't know celebrities but someone in the celebrity world then tune into my podcast and immediately 10,000 views or Download, sorry.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, but like, his podcast is actually pretty good, so he's not just faking it. Hey. They put in the work. Cool, cool, cool. So if you're looking for something to listen to, hit it up. Um, besides this, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> All right. So anyway, our game for this week, we're going to talk about some other stuff after the podcast, like how we saw Pikachu, uh, Detective Pikachu, and our thoughts on that. But... Our game for this week was a fan favorite um, and one of our favorites, Diddy Kong Racing.
0: Yes, uh, Diddy Kong Racing to me was what I remember. It's man, it I mean, it'd probably been at least at least ten years since I played this because eventually you know you mm-hmm. go over to someone's house and they're like, "Oh, I have an N sixty four. What do you have? You have like you know the Staples or whatever." And a lot of times mm-hmm. people have this, but it has been it's been maybe ten, maybe even fifteen years since I played this last and. Man, I uh I loved this game when I played it yeah. when I was 8. What is this 97? Yeah. So Yeah, so <laughs> I remember back in the day a lot of people were like, "Oh, Mario Kart, Mario
1: Kart, Mario nah. Kart. It's so awesome, no, no, dude." No, no, no. I played Diddy Kong Racing and it was so much superior to Mario Kart yeah, in that time frame for what it was, you know? Like Mario Kart's awesome. It's a classic. It's this, it's that. But Diddy Kong Racing had so much else to it that made it that much better
0: yeah i i mean uh, yeah so i completely agree mario kart it was 100 amazing game i love mario kart 64 that's like the that what actually was in fact the first game that i played on an s64 at like a walmart really? was the that nice. game and they had a demo of the first level with the uh the 18 wheelers like the the highway yeah so good that's yeah. definitely like what brought me in love with this game is better
1: yeah this game's yeah better. i yeah for sure i mean i mean, growing up we were all you know kind of kids this game came out before we became friends it was right when i moved to georgia and we kind of made some friends there and i remember we would have like all the guy all the guys around that age group at that time and we played four player diddy kong racing and all that it was just so much fun oh yeah. i i hate i hated that we missed this phase of gaming together you know with like that in 64 true kind of uh, early era gaming
0: Oh, I know, man. This was this was a pretty glorious time. But you know, we were seven, seven, and eight years old. So I think we met when I was, we were eleven, twelve, something like that. So yeah, it was yeah, it, it was, was a couple years like after this, 12, but, yeah, um, for sure. So, uh, Diddy Kong Racing. It was another rare game. Which man, I, if I'm remembering correctly, we've probably we've played quite a bit of rare games or developments who are are games that were developed by by Rare and Nintendo collaborations.
1: Yeah, um de- definitely Donkey Kong, obviously, Diddy Kong. Yes. Um I can't remember what else we played right now that was a rare game. Uh but there was a lot of good games kind of in that era of uh of of Rare when Nintendo had a strong partnership with them before Rare kind of went off to Microsoft. Like for instance, another character that's actually um a game that spawned from this game itself, Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that was yeah. another rare property, but Banjo was in this game, and then a game like Conker, um, that spawned from this game. So there's kind of, like, a lot that came out of this game that um, eventually made its way to other platforms and things like that.
0: Yeah, very, very much true, true, true. So um, it was... Uh, like uh, this was just the only titled racing game that this it came out because they i think they they had another one in development for gamecube but it uh it just got abandoned because like actually microsoft purchased rare in 2002 yeah so they had yeah. one coming for gamecube which would have been so i mean even if they had one for switch good lord i'd play the crap out of that but yeah. um yeah yeah i mean rare is just a microsoft property so probably never again
1: yeah, it was sad because they eventually re-released this game for um, DS, DS, but they yeah. had to take that they had to take all the rare characters out of it, like Conquer and Banjo and things like that. They replaced them. So sad. Yeah, yeah, and I did play that one for DS, and I have played this game throughout the years a few times, um, but um, not any time recently.
0: Yeah. Until now. Cool. So, um, how far uh, you beat the game, right? Yeah, I beat it. Yeah.
1: Um, it was. So there's uh, kind of the four main domain or um, areas, which was Dino Domain, Snowflake Mountain, Sherbert Island, Dragon Forest, and then after you get through Dragon Forest and fight the pig, uh, Wiz, Wiz wh- wh- uh, Pig, to Future Funland, Wiz Pig, yeah, yeah, Wiz yeah, Pig. Yeah. He's
0: um, he's an intergalactic uh, black magic wizard pig. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. So so the game starts out you're in the kind of main area of the thing and the genie what was his name again
0: i don't know the genie's name like i just know he was just like hello friends taj, yeah. taj that's his name
1: <laughs> best yeah yeah so um here's a little bit of the synopsis right here it says diddy kong sat on the porch of his treehouse and curiously tore open the letter it was often that a message arrived from so far away that he uh that brought in help by a carrier pigeon eager to find out what it contained he tugged out the note impatiently and started to read. Dear Diddy, it began, help! <laughs> and uh, so it just kind of went on from there. There was Tim uh, it, talking about his friend Timber the tiger. So there's like a whole backstory to this kind of game. That um, I think the tip-top, that was the genie's name.
0: Yeah, right. who was it? The uh, genie. I thought it was Taj.
1: Taj. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, That's Taj. Right. Okay. Tip-Tup was one of the other guys. Yeah.
0: Tip-Tup was the turtle.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 And then there was
0: the... Pipsy the mouse, uh, Bumper the badger, and uh, Taj the elephant. Okay. Cool. Crunch the Kremlin, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, like, (laughs) a little bit... So, basically, this whiz pig has invaded the thing, and you need to race to uh, eventually beat him.
0: Yeah. He just, he, so basically like the Island has all those different uh, lo- like areas that, that uh, mm-hmm. Mason just talked about. And then there's the guardians, like after you race through, cause there's probably like four or five uh, tracks. And then once you uh-huh. win, you get some balloons and then you can fight like uh, the, the boss level or the, the area lo- uh, boss, which was the, the tricky, the Triceratops bubbler, the octopus, uh Bluey the Walrus and Smoking the Dragon and they basically kind of are like his like uh the Whizpig's henchmen and then you and then you end up fighting Wizpig or racing him too. So that's like the the dealio.
1: Yep, yep. So anyway, as far as the gameplay, there was three different vehicles you could have. There's the the regular cart, there was an airplane, and there was a boat.
0: Hovercraft, yeah.
1: Hovercraft, yeah. Um that hovered usually it was like a water type situation with that. So um or snow. Uh, what wh- how did you yeah, what uh that's true, yeah. So what was kind of like your first take on how the gameplay sort of went of like the races and things like that.
0: Yeah, so the I mean, dude, I, the races felt really good, the controls felt like extremely nice. The only thing w- what was weird is sometimes cuz you had to like the second time around that you had to do the coin challenge is like if I was aiming for a coin, sometimes like if I turned, it would turn like really dramatically, and I'd miss yeah. it. So I, that's just like a little pet peeve that I had. I was like, because I I literally would have to stay straight till yeah. I hit the coin and then turn. So cause, yeah. <laughs> cause, so the turning was a little bit sporadic, a little bit um sometimes. So you kind of had to just get used to like being um really sensitive with the controls, but it felt good. Um, I mean it's just a normal. It's basically like Mario Kart racing, except um or like what when you're using the cart and then you had like the plane. Which was, honestly, it felt really nice, too. And then the the hovercraft of the boat with, where you did, like, the water or the snow levels. So yeah. um, all of them felt, like, really nice. It's not, like, it's basically kind of the same situation if you played Mario Kart, where there was balloons that gave you, you know, a boost. power Or, ups. yeah, yeah. power-ups, exactly, or rockets or whatever you were so you could help, like, win the race. Mm-hmm. Except the oil puddle. Yeah, the oil puddle. Except there was no blue turtle show, which is so nice because, I mean, screw that crap. So yeah,
1: exactly. Um I thought it was cool cuz you could power up each of them too. You could sa- save yes. up your balloons for that category so you would have like a force field if you got enough oil sp- spills or you'd have like 10 you, you you'd have three missiles and then you have 10 missiles and then you would have a homing missile. Right. Um which was cool. I like um, that too. The speed boost, it was, you know, it was kind of small, medium, max boost um wise you could save up. So those were kind of like little cool little fun things that um you know made the races a little more intense you could save them and then at the very i know i had some of those races at the very end i'd strike a missile out and then i'd win you
0: know (laughs) yeah that's very true i i I like that decision whether just to use the small ones constantly or just save them up for like the big moment and that made the game feel nice i really like that yeah Yeah.
1: And I liked the idea of the bosses. Um, so like you had kind of mentioned, you're kind of collecting enough balloons to move on to like the next stage as you go. And, uh, the first few stages, you know, it's obviously you had enough balloons to move on to the next one, especially in Dino domain. That was the entry, which was the easiest one. And, uh, you could collect these balloons and go move on to the different areas. So, um, right i thought that was a neat little system of doing that and uh, a lot of the races were pretty unique and you know there was a like like we said there's airplanes and things like that so it wasn't always just like the same you're in your car driving and racing and um the uh, the uh, ai was really good in the game i noticed that it wasn't like a walk in
0: the park to beat some of these races no actually even the first like dude even the first dino boss it took me like four times because i would get to the very end and the track would get like really small and um and he would and he would take up a lot of it so if you got close to him he'd just smash you so you either had to be really far ahead of him or like what i did at the very end is i just waited and then i hit him and then slid past him to win but it was um it wasn't like it it wasn't super easy at certain points you know wasn't a walk no
1: no yeah so as far as the levels what was kind of your favorite level
0: Man, I don't know. That's a good question.
1: Or area, I guess you should say. I always like the snow area. I was, I was. Um. He
0: took the words out of my mouth. Same, (laughs) same.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty hot here this week, so it was nice to kind of feel cold, (laughs) like the snow area. I just like,
0: I just like, um, I like snow in games, especially like for N sixty four, because you don't need that much insaneness to just make it pretty. Mm -mm, You know, like it's it just didn't need that much to make it feel like a snow like a, like even in Banjo-Kazooie just talking about like a very very similar uh time frame game like the snow level where you um in Banjo-Kazooie was my favorite level as well.
1: Yeah, cuz it oh, yeah. it
0: just felt it felt good and i think the art style and the graphics what they had to work out in 1997 1998 it had enough oomph to make it feel good. Like it felt like man, i'm in the snow. I'm trudging around blah blah blah. whereas – so, oh yeah. You know, nowadays they can do anything with because the, gra- the graphics are just so ridiculous, but um to make it realistic, but in this like I it felt fun. So, Snow was my favorite as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Um as far as um I- as far as like the I liked the the different kind of the levels weren't just all the same. It was like Everfrost Peak. It was kind of mm-hmm. it would go up and down and you'd go through caves and things like that. Yeah. Um And then there was Walrus Cove where you see the walruses and all that. Uh, Frosty Village, you know, you'd be going through like a little townish area, you know, like the lights and things like that were pretty cool. So it it kept it fresh throughout the levels and things like that. I don't think it got ever repetitive to me in the areas. And I think um, having four different tracks per area was nice in that aspect
0: yes, uh very much so i it wasn't I,
1: too many, it wasn't too little, you know that's kind of a standard though with racing games anyway, but just uh that's worth mentioning
0: yeah i I kind of did like how there was i mean you know most racing games, like Mario, whatever you just try to get number one on the podium, but this had like kind mm-hmm. of it wasn't like an adventure mode racing game, so that felt good about it, like where I had like you know a thin story, but a story, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and then there's like a little
1: extra races where you would race Taj around the uh, yeah. main area. Um, so the first one was kind of just through, uh, just like a circle, right in that area where you start, and then the next one was like you would f- kind of go through the whole kind of overarching world and uh, just race in different areas. So that was cool, and they'd they'd kind of wall off the track so you didn't get too lost. Um, you didn't get too off the track and all that. So and you could get some extra balloons that way. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Cool. So, um, there was a few secret characters in this game that I actually I don't I don't think I ever unlocked, which was Drumstick and TT the Clock.
0: Uh, yeah, I didn't unlock those either. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: I was I was bummed. I didn't even know they were in this game. That's cool though. Um. So anyway, just looking back at it now. <laughs> um. So moving on, there was kind of Dino Domain, which was like the. The, uh, dinosaur and at the, the boss level of that was a triceratops that you raced up the, up to the, uh, top of the volcano. Right. Snowflake Mountain, you raced the walrus at the end, right? Yes. Yep. And then Sherbert Island was the, uh, the octopus. And I, I actually really like Sherbert Island because it had a mix of, like, the ocean and, like, pirate ships and, like, things like that kind of had, like, a really cool, um, you know it's uh, like whales and you know i i always like those levels as well especially with having the hovercraft um kind of made it a little bit different it wasn't you were on water only at some points in the levels and things like that yeah true yep and then uh going on to the dragon forest that was pretty good i i'm it, it was the oh the last boss was was Wiz pig of that one? <laughs> I don't know why it was blanking me. Yeah, but uh, you uh, windmill plains, Greenwood Village, Boulder Canyon, and Haunted Woods is, and that's where you um fight Wiz pig. and then you're like, oh, the game's over. Oh, wait, it's not. There's Future Funland, which is the space um area.
0: Right. Yeah. So you basically have you go and you go to space and have to fight him again.
1: Yep. Yep, and then you you win, and it's all good, and the world goes back to normal. (laughs) Everybody's partying. Yes, exactly. Um, So just kind of going down our list of what we normally talk here, as far as graphics, looking back at this game, what was kind of your expectation, and did it meet it?
0: Yeah, I think um, it did meet it. My my expectation was what it was, but I was surprised at how easy it was to look at for so long um mm-hmm. i again i'll say i've literally said this 100 times but art style always beats like in older games like this art style and simplicity just like a pretty like a nice pretty looking game always beats out like trying to do something wicked um, cool yeah and it just it, yep. it, it, it basically created a world that was it wasn't the best graphics even on n64 by a long shot but it worked and it was still easy to look at today
1: yep yeah, no, I thought it was great. I thought it was all around just um, aesthetically pleasing. It didn't get, like, pixelated at all. Um, the uh, little cut scenes where you, where you meet up with the bosses were good. Uh, Diddy Kong had a little bit of an attitude in the game, so you could, that kind of showed through the graphics and stuff too. So I thought that was nice.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yep, so uh, let's see. Going back down the sound uh what do you think about the sound uh, as it as it was
0: uh i think the the sound was fine it like it wasn't you know i don't know i i honestly can't even remember too much it was fine like i was just it, it wasn't annoying and that's the thing <laughs>
1: yeah no it wasn't and um it just was kind of in the background it didn't like it didn't feel like it was like outstanding to me like it no. didn't change it, but it didn't change the game for me a lot either i was more focused on trying to win the race because some of them were quite difficult at least in my opinion <laughs> and uh and i was more focused on winning the game rather than like uh you know listening to the sound or things like that um as far as the gameplay it was all really smooth i think we've talked a little bit about that the transitioning from the boat to the or sorry, I keep calling it a boat. the hovercraft to the plane to the um, car was really nice. Um, they diff- had their different aspects. The plane was really smooth, which was fun, and kind of going up and down and flying. And uh, you know, obviously the uh, the hovercraft was a little more handling issue um, with it in turning and things like that. You had to be more careful because you just kind of fly off the yeah true <laughs> the rail. And then the car was more just traction and bumpy and kind of that feeling yeah exactly um yeah i agree i have nothing to say yeah and uh as far as like some different little aspects you could switch between as you were playing you could switch between the map and your speedometer which was cool so you kind of like it actually had a gauge of speed of how fast you were going so that was neat um and then obviously just the weapons and the gameplay the charge ups and things like that was cool too And then the little uh, little booster pads as you were going, that you could take little shortcuts in the levels and things like that was that were really neat.
0: Yeah, I think the only thing that like for gameplay wise that I would have liked to seen a little bit more of is just maybe different like a little bit more power ups because there was I think there was just like four or five. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I can agree with that. Um,
0: Yeah, I would I like just a couple more that just did weird stuff, and I mean, or just something different because yeah, oil slick rocket booster like that's pretty much what you always like got or the or the force field like that's pretty standard Mm -hmm. but i don't know just something fun
1: yep um okay so the next thing we kind of rate is presentation and uh i thought the game was presented really well got to the point you got right into racing um there was a lot to explore in the outer world as we've talked about the different races with that um but the presentation itself as far as the story it It was, like you said, it wasn't anything to write home about, but it it was clear of what was going on, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. I think, like, it was clear what was going on. It was, uh, I just, I'm glad it had a story, and, um, I liked the open world, like, where you could kind of drive around to the different, um, levels to be able to start your races, so I think that, I think the presentation was honestly pretty freaking good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I liked it.
1: I agree. And then, uh, last but not least, we talk about our lasting appeal, so... How do you think this game measures up? Would would you ever play it again? Do you want to play it more? Um, Walking away from it.
0: If I had a arcade machine in my house that people would come over and play, I would have this game on it. So I think it has very strong lasting appeal.
1: Yeah, I think when you come, um, I've sideloaded the Providence emulator onto my Apple TV. So we'll have to hit this up. At 100%. Least for a few races. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I, I think this has a, like very high lasting appeal.
1: Dude, I'm looking at some pictures. I just Googled Diddy Kong Racing on, on Google, and apparently somebody remade some of this game in the Unreal 4 engine. Uh, Wait, really? So good. Yeah. Yeah, like Google Diddy Kong Racing Unreal 4. <laughs> it looks so good. It just makes me sad.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. How cool is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, another thing, too, is, like, in the actual world itself, you could talk to Taj and switch um, switch your vehicles, which was cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it wasn't just the cart in this area. And you, actually, you would need the plane to go into some of the areas. So that was neat.
0: Yeah, exactly. You need the plane. There's some balloons and stuff you had to have the plane for.
1: Yeah. Um. And then, let's see, as far as the... Uh, the um, just kind of an overall grade to this game. I think we've covered it pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just kind of straightforward. Three aspects to the game: the water, the flight, in the in the road, and um, just the story overall, and the bosses, the five bosses in the game.
0: Yeah. So, how many balloons out of ten?
1: Yeah, that's. I was trying to think of what we were going to rate it as, but yeah, definitely balloons. Um, let me just. What you go first, and I'll and I'll follow you it up
0: yeah so for me i think this was a nine out of ten it was not perfect only because it was a little repetitive um because yeah. I'm, you know as most race racing games are but man it's it was it's it, to me it's near flawless i just i have a hard time giving games 10 at like 10 out of 10 a lot but i think and and the music didn't wasn't like like absolutely super yeah. strong it was it was okay But it was just like if we had maybe a little bit more diversity on the music and the like just the overall um like tracks or something or sorry just the overall like competitiveness of the game but i think it was i think it was like really high up there
1: yeah i did my little calculator thing that i do here and it it gave me an 8.8 which is i think pretty right on the money you know with it It is uh it was just an overall fun good experience game um i definitely revisit this game in the future it uh it, it did a lot of like good nostalgia things f- for me I- as well so definitely um eight nine nine out of ten for sure so would love to see this game remade
0: yeah i mean i would just like to see day racing you know ultimate on switch where they brought yeah. like a ton of more characters and they added a bunch of tracks like that would be such a and just, ex- yep. or, or they change the storyline to, you know, or like just in, improve the storyline to the next, you know, whiz mm-hmm. kid, whiz, whiz kid's evil twin brother comes or something like, you know, it's like, I don't really care what it is. Just make something cool yeah. up and have another adventure mode with a little bit more, you know, umph to it. I'd pay, I'd pay 40 bucks for that game.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And the, uh, and Rare has actually come out and said they're willing to deal with, with, uh, Nintendo, Microsoft is with Rare is willing to deal with nintendo so you know maybe maybe we'll see it in the future because they've talked about banjo and being in super smash ultimate and things like that and uh geno i forgot um mario rpg no that wasn't a rare game that was square uh but yeah like um like some different things like that so uh with uh with banjo and uh conquer and things like that being in smash so hope maybe one day we'll see something out of this
0: yeah, for sure. I think the only problem is is uh Mario Kart just has such a monopoly on that space right now that yeah. I just yeah. I don't see them doing this, but at the same time it would be cool. I like it. So, check this out. Guess what GameSpot originally gave this game in 1997? What? A 6.6. 6 really yeah fair crazy. and then i looked at all the other reviews and they were either 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10 or 5 out of 5. yeah like everyone yeah, loved this game except too. GameSpot. like they just didn't that's funny They didn't like this game yeah, too I wonder,
1: much. i wonder what their reasoning was
0: yeah i mean that's kind funny. of i mean a little bit like i just was looking at this now and it's it's a little bit like what i said that's i mean they also didn't like mario kart 64 <laughs> yeah okay yeah. so well, you can't be happy if you're not gonna like either of them <laughs> i know you just don't it sounds like you just don't like the uh that genre of of games but anyway yeah i
1: would i would definitely play this game again um i wouldn't play mario kart 64 unless we did it on this podcast that's where i'm at with it that's how much i like this game
0: (laughs) yeah i actually completely agree like i would i could definitely hit this up again but um i'm i mean if we want to redo mario kart it's going to take me definitely to like being with someone in the flesh on a 64 playing it or playing it like just for the podcast
1: definitely cool
0: Okay, cool. Well,
1: I think that's we can put a pin in that one and uh, and move moving forward.
0: So, very nice. Okay, so um just wanted to talk about this and what your thoughts are. Netflix uh is coming to E3 to announce Netflix original games. So, oh, yeah. Um Netflix obviously has too much money and <laughs> I mean, realistically, they're just, you know, it's falling out they're just pouring money into like original shows right like half of the stuff that's that people even go to netflix for is their original stuff now they're saying that they're going to turn you know or it seems like they're turning a lot of their original franchises into video games and that that will be on the netflix platform hopefully like if you have a like a ps4 or an xbox or whatever you play it on you can play these games on that like streamed so um we'll know more when when e3 happens but what like how do you feel about that what's your initial thoughts i
1: you know i uh i'm not like a netflix guy i don't watch all the series and things like that so i'm definitely interested to see like it says they're planning the launch of a stranger things game coming mm-hmm. and i just haven't i haven't ever watched it so mm. you know just just uh first take is l- cool i'm not opposed to it but i'm not like Oh, God, it's so exciting, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So what if they just had non-Netflix, orig- like their non-original games, what if they just had other games that would come on Netflix that you could play?
1: I'd be down. Yeah, I'd like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what play- – uh, it kind of seems – I don't know if this is exactly what they're going to do, but what kind of like what PlayStation um, Now does, mm-hmm. you know, like a streaming-type game service where you play a bunch of games. Yeah. But obviously they're doing their original stuff, so –
0: but I mean, even if they did, a, uh, what I see happening is them dipping their foot in and then, yeah. you know, like faltering at first or making something that's kind of cool and then figuring yeah. out like what people want or like the, the really the gamer space in general of like what gamers want and then making, yeah. making games that are like AAA games that you can only get on Netflix with, a, you know, with an extra $15 subscription per month.
1: Yeah, for sure. Definitely agree with that.
0: So, um, or even like, cause I, I don't think they're ever going to go to a pay model of like, Hey, buy this one thing for this amount. So they're like, you have to subscribe for, you know, and then basically it's stored on a server. So if you ever want to play this again, you either have to be a subscription holder or you know, whatever, because um, I think that, I think that's where I could see it going because the amount of, of money mm-hmm. that they have at their disposal to make like Netflix original shows, or if they hire a team to make only, you know, Netflix games or whatever, I, I could see that them that, you know, they're them doing the first one, maybe couple being OK, and then it get, they're getting yeah. so good at it that, you know, they're making like sup- really, really sup- superior games that you can, like that everyone wants to play. But you can only play if you subscribe for an extra ten dollars yeah. to Netflix games. Also, you know, past your regular Net- Netflix subscription
1: yeah and a ton of people would subscribe to that probably and they would make even more money and have the real big budgets to make these games before you they even make any money off of them
0: yeah i mean the the and even if they did didn't do just netflix games like you're saying it's like a ps like a psn mm-hmm. type deal where you just sit pay like i think it's like 10 or 15 i've done that before um yeah. you know for a couple months and just imagine that but on a netflix scale because the yeah, the amount of people that are subscribing to PSN is, you know, I'm sure there's quite a number, but it's not how many people would do Netflix.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. for sure. And I think one big thing with this is price point. You know, if they're coming out with thirty dollars a month, you know, I think it would deter me. I would probably wouldn't do it. But if it's $10, 15 bucks a month, I might give it a try for a few months.
0: You yeah, know? I mean, if it was, it was, if it was fifteen or less, would you subscribe and even think about twice of unsubscribing unless like you just never ever played it? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, Yeah. I would do that. I mean, even if there was one game that you wanted to play a month, fifteen bucks is worth it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anything past fifteen,
1: and it it depends on what they're churning out too. Like, are they going to be churning out show like games like they do shows, you know? And is it going to be like? things that are familiar or is it all going to be original content or you know kind of where is it going so I'm definitely intrigued I wouldn't say I'm hyped like this tweet says that I'm reading from Netflix right now right (laughs) but I'm definitely intrigued so cool I think it's a cool idea and I think it's where like a lot of the gaming world has gone and is continuing to go so
0: I I just see Netflix and like Amazon Prime and stuff like that taking over media in general and like outlets to, to you know get our movies and our shows now so why wouldn't they step into the you know billion dollar industry that is video games and do it correctly Mm -hmm. where people are happy like you know they have the budget to do it like if they just say hey here's 200 here's a 100 million dollars to make a couple video games yeah you know and with uh
1: with with disney pulling out of uh of netflix and things like that with their own streaming service to compete um you know, I don't think it either of them will go away. I think people will pay for both, but it's also just another thing they can add to their Swiss Army knife of like what they're doing for their consumers. Yeah, very much for true. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, next um, it would be even better if they just added this and, you know, they get that many more people to subscribe to Netflix, under, you know, that much more, not that not that much more money. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm definitely down with that too, but um I don't think it'll happen. Nah,
1: <laughs> they want money. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's that's a good thing. Another thing that was talked about last week. So PlayStation has started doing their own version of Nintendo Direct, basically called State of Play, and they showed us a new trailer for Final Fantasy VII.
0: Woohoo! I'm so excited. Yes, finally. finally,
1: some information like. I was talking to somebody else about this the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, it's been so long now,
0: and I'm just like, no, I'm so hyped I'm still, for this. I'm still excited. I don't, dude. What has it been? 50, like, when's the the PS3 trailer came out? Like, what year? Oh, it it was like 2007 or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, like it's been it's been at least like 13 years. I don't give a crap. I'm still
1: excited. Yeah, for sure. And just to know that, like, the they've said we are nearing a launch plan for this game come back and see us basically in e3 and we're gonna let you know what's going on so it was kind of an awesome little teaser to whet our appetite for e3
0: so what's your uh, what's your prediction on on releases for this um at e3 because i think they're gonna give us a release date at three at e3
1: yeah well if it's the kingdom hearts track they'll they'll say it's coming in like november and then really release it in february
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was literally i was gonna say yeah i think i could see this for christmas or around christmas time end of the year q4 for sure yeah yeah i'd be down i'd be down um with that i
1: like the uh i like the trailer it looked awesome the gameplay looks sweet um i like that it's not turn-based um like the old school they're kind of making it more action turn-based
0: is it is it like um is it like final, final fantasy 12 where like or like uh knights of the older public style where you, you you basically you can kind of set up the turns but realistically it's kind of like just live action turn-based it, that's what it looked like to me yeah i
1: I, yeah it it, even that it looked more like a kingdom hearts types thing to me too though
0: i don't either way i'm like even
1: more action uh with a better like uh, you know kind of upgrade system to the game
0: man i i don't care i'm ready (laughs) yeah yeah
1: super stoked about it either way and definitely looking forward to e3 this year Um, there's just a little side note for square. There's also some rumors stirring that the game they teased back in like 2016, which was an Avengers square, um, team up is going to be talked about more this year as well.
0: Well, that is the right time to do it right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They have this little trailer and then it never culminated into
0: anything, you know? So yeah, way I'm. I'll I'll look forward to it. when I see it. that now's the right time to do it because everyone's obviously still buzzing with Avengers on their minds. So hey, do it out, release it, let's get it. I'm ready. Yep, yep. So Jeff,
1: uh, I think E3 is going to be good this year. They're talking new more about the uh, Star Wars game that's going to be coming out too. Uh, kind of like a adventure type game. So, uh, just uh, it's going to be an exciting year for E3 in general um maybe they're going to talk more about the next elder scrolls as well okay very nice but yeah other than that um anything you've been playing recently you can recommend or
0: oh man not really uh just been busy obviously we saw avengers and we talked about that uh like two weeks ago and then um yeah and then we both saw detective pikachu that was the last thing I all right mention
1: Yes, I took that. I took my son to see it on Friday, or no, Saturday. And uh, it was everything I expected it to be with better CGI than I expected.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I saw it, like, actually opening day at, like, Thursday at, like, 730. It was awesome. I got some cool tickets. Nice. Um, we had, like, recliners and everything. Like, the only way that I'll see a movie these days. <laughs> yeah. But um in
1: this small town we don't have that luxury, but um, um we yeah. have a cheap movie theater that's nice. So.
0: <laughs> well, you probably don't have that many people going into the movies that like all no, the time, so you can just jump sit on anybody.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um but I so like what what your what were your expectations? Uh I won't spoil what happens in the movie, obviously, but what are your expectations yeah. and what um what is your rating like what is your personal rating?
1: Um my expectations weren't high and my rating was about probably a 5 like down the line in the middle 5 out of 10 okay yeah and it, based on story alone like it was it like the CGI and everything it was just kind of like the acting wasn't great um i didn't like the girl in the movie she just was annoying uh ryan reynolds was great as pikachu and kind of like uh i if it wasn't for kind of like the ending i would have been like really like okay this movie is boring but the ending like the whole end part of the movie not just like the very end but the whole end part of the movie was really good and intense and fun
0: yeah um yeah i, I felt so i had i'm just a i'm you know me i'm like a hundred percent a fan of pokemon like i'm die yeah but um, I still had probably like you know reasonable expectations for this movie, and I to me they I got my my expectations fulfilled. Like I laughed actually a like a fair amount in this mm-hmm. movie. It it gave me the sense of like what Pokemon movies can be now. Oh yeah, yeah. That if this oh. was
1: anything, it was a try of like the they can do this with the CGI. It won't look campy. It won't look fu- you know funny. Kind of gave a scale to some of these Pokemon. And, oh my god, like, like a. Uh, kind of like a world building type thing that was like really good of like would make me excited to see um you know a different story you know something more serious
0: yeah so of, i mean to me like where pikachu doesn't talk <laughs> <laughs> I, man i actually brian reynolds of pikachu was great like i can't even yeah he it, it was funny and the the ending
1: kind of made it all okay but other than that I, I would i like if it wasn't for that i would have been like Mm, okay, I don't know, but it all made sense at the end, and it was fine.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, c- not to spoil anything. Yeah, not no spoilers, but CGI like ten out of ten. Like the world itself, yeah. ten out of ten. Like love that part of that, and that's what made me really excited. And Brian Reynolds really, really good as Pikachu. I did like the um like him in it and different parts of it, but the main actors were really bad. <laughs> Yeah, I, they were, uh, they were the bad. the
1: scene, and this is not spoiling anything because it's in the in the trailers. But the scene where they're the Blastoise is battling Gengar in the uh, oh my god, thing, yeah. that was that was really cool. And that was I, I didn't even realize it, but that was a throwback to like the old blue version beginning of the game. You know mm-hmm. when their Blastoise is fighting Gengar, that was kind of cool. Yeah, no, no, it was. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I mean, it just kind of went over my head until. I was talking with somebody about the
0: movie the other day. I was like,
1: "Oh right, that's right. <laughs> that's a throwback. That's cool."
0: Yeah, I, th- I, dude, I thought um, if they could just like legit actors and just use this because the the Pokemon see, and all of the the parts with the Pokemon in it were really really good. I just it just yeah. needs a like a legit uh, actors and stories. It was you know what yeah. it felt like to me. And this is even though I know you like this movie and I I actually kind of like this movie too, but like what Spider Man number one was. Versus oh, what really? Spider Man, like the most recent one, is in terms of like acting yeah. and everything. Else. And I'm not, I still like actually Spider Man 1 more than this movie comparison yeah. wise. But I'm just saying, like, it still did something. Like, Spider Man 1 did something to set up superhero universes. It by far was like not the best one in, yeah. in a lot of superhero movies. Or even like maybe X Men yeah. 1, like, where. You know, it was kind of like a little bit cheesy and stuff, but you, yeah. you saw like the potential of like, okay, I'm a fan of this. This is really cool. The CGI is is really good. Um, yeah. Could we, if if you if people will come and at least pay to like you know branch this out even more, and at least get uh, like you know that where they know that there's money to be made. Um, mm-hmm. can we have like another like better actor, more serious, even if it was like another movie but pokemon like it's in the world of pokemon but it's not not necessarily just surrounding you know these kids or whatever
1: yeah that's right and um yeah i mean this movie did really good at the box office too so that's of note like there's probably going to be more of what they're doing here which is really cool
0: yeah I'm i'm i I liked it i i thought it was like seven out of ten it was average it wasn't like great it wasn't terrible um yeah like there's parts of it the parts that i said were really good but the other parts were really bad so it kind of just like it might even have been less than that but it um if you're a fan i think you'd like it but it's definitely not mm-hmm. the best movie <laughs> yeah in general In general yeah,
1: for sure but uh yeah overall it was attention keeping and my my son liked it he wasn't like enthralled but he he still enjoyed it as a movie he wasn't like daddy let's watch that again you know like he has been with other movies, but, um, um, but yeah, it was just like something to do on a Saturday. It was good and just some Pokemon goodness. And I would really love to see like a more intense story, um, that wasn't, that isn't so campy and more of the actual Pokemon base rather than, um, detective Pikachu.
0: Yeah. But I, um, I'm down for the world to continue and to make it better. Like there's a lot yeah. of it that I was just like, oh my God, this is so cool. It's just yeah, the acting you know, was so freaking rough.
1: You know, it felt a a little bit like what Dragon Ball did with that live action Dragon Ball Evolution movie. Oh, very true. It, except they did it in a better way.
0: Oh no! Um, oh, this was Dragon better Ball. than Dragon Ball. Pokemon did.
1: Yeah, Pokemon did it in a much better way. But it was kind of like that feeling of what they were trying to do with it. I know, you know. It's
0: like they like basically like half the people understood that like this is a diehard thing that this is what we need but also half the other people were like oh it's just a kids movie you know like yeah let's put a couple actors in here that don't like that suck and
1: (laughs) yeah i have a feeling this is going to be one of those cult nerdy movies that's out there you know that people really like and some people don't really like but it's kind of going to have like a cult following to it you know (laughs) as long
0: as as long as people paid which they they did obviously dragon ball just didn't make enough money to continue but yeah but as long as uh, if it did well in the box office that's all that matters because like i said it's just a branch to make make these worlds and these movies better so yeah
1: definitely um did you get the pokemon cards that came with your movie oh
0: yes i did yes sir did you get anything
1: good um what's good what'd you get i got a, a a what is it a snubble snubble um snubble and detective pikachu i think that came in every pack and then a Jigglypuff.
0: Yeah, I got uh, Bulbasaur, which is my favorite Pokemon. Oh, I got a God, Charmander. I, you. Uh, I didn't get a Squirtle. Oh. I got Bulbasaur because I got a bunch of packs because I got my packs and my, and Sierra's packs too. Yeah. And yeah, a, I got mine and Axel is my son. Yeah, but I got a yeah, Charmander, uh, Bulbasaur, Pikachu, and Jigglypuff or Snubbull too. So
1: Nice. Yeah, I got two Detective Pikachus and Snubbull and a Jigglypuff. Mm. So was, like, oh, I got a, a Lickitung. That's what bummed. it was oh nice yeah um i was wanted that mewtwo so bad and oh they were, dude they got one they they at the movie theater a local movie theater they had like some of the cards laid out and like mewtwo is one of them i was like i want that yeah. i would have paid them
0: <laughs> off i'm like hey how much for the mewtwo card
1: yeah i just need to go back up there and be like give me all your pokemon cards they probably are
0: like okay <laughs> like fine <laughs> you want them that bad i don't care <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> It was good it, it's branching out for like bigger better things and i'm I'm excited for the future for that
1: yeah for sure um definitely better than some movies I've seen but not the best movie I've seen in general
0: so. I just I just need the CGI from Pokemon and the acting from endgame and then it will be the best movie I've ever seen in my life
1: I know right I saw your brother your hipster brother posted on uh, Instagram that he still liked it better than Endgame, And I'm just, we need to have him on the podcast now that the spoiler bands, because still... I need an explanation of this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I,
0: I, I feel it. I, I feel, uh, I, I understand what he means. Like we've talked about it at length, so you'll have to, you'll have to <laughs> g- kind of grill him and kind of see why he feels that way. But I understand why he feels that way. Like he, he's got some good points for sure, but I like that movie a lot more than he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, I I I like 8 out of 10 for me, but like he he was like, yeah, I was like, I think he was like a 5 it for him. He was just like, Ugh. yeah, he could leave, give it or leave take take it or leave it.
1: All right. Well, teach their own, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, we'll have to have him on you can grow him about it. It'd be kind of funny. I
1: I definitely want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good times. Um cool man. Well, I think uh, that's it for this one,
0: man. Yeah, I think we are
1: Yes, where yeah. Have, uh, oh, we we uh, we we got some business to handle. We don't even know what we're doing next week.
0: Well, that's uh, that's on you, my friend. I picked the last one, so.
1: Okay. All right. I uh, I don't. Man, there's there's a couple I want to do, but I don't want to like jump the gun. So, and it's a little bit of a longer form, which is Digimon World One, because we haven't done a Digimon game on. Yeah, this you know,
0: I've never yet. played that, right?
1: i know you haven't and i want you to i've
0: watched you play it when we were like 10 but i've never played that for yeah. myself
1: um it's on my all-time top 10 games i play this game yearly like on the year, <laughs> year basis i'll just go in and play it again because i like it so much um did you ever beat the one something... for ps4
0: no no
1: oh. i didn't i need to get back, back to I, that I, one I, I do too man like th- those nights that we would play it and just like chat while we were both playing so it. good dude <laughs> yeah man like until like we both got busy and i, I know. decided to make more children <laughs>
0: hey well i mean you are legitimately getting busy to make more children <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> um yeah but anyway i i turned to the gauntlet <laughs> and my i i did Nintendo an into 64 and it was just like a baseball game i'm like no nah, i'm good and then I got Mario Golf just now. So um <laughs> I I I want to do Digimon but it's a longer form game so I want you to be able to like play it and appreciate it. Well, so um okay. So I'm I'm just kind of throwing that out there but um if you want to like uh I just did the Gauntlet. I'm not opposed <laughs> to this M- Mighty Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. <laughs>
0: Let's um. Let's just let's just, just not say just anything kidding. for We're now, and done. we'll uh, we'll maybe like talk about it off, off the pod. Okay.
1: All right. That sounds good. Uh, Animaniacs for Super
0: Nintendo. Oh, I'd, I wouldn't be a post. I. Okay. That would be a. The
1: Gauntlet has chosen. <laughs>
0: After you chose it for five gauntlet turns.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hit it like twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't looking for this game. It just came oh, up. Like, oh, that's so a good funny. Idea. Yeah. Uh, you want to do that? Just do that, and...
0: man. Sure. Like, let's try it. It's something that I, I'm sure I played at some point, but I can't remember it.
1: Yeah, it's like a side scroller. I, you know, I remember playing this game, and I only got past like the first level because it was like too hard when I was like five years old. So, <laughs> <laughs> or it just didn't hold my attention enough. But I loved that show when I was a kid. So yeah, I don't true. Know, like. We can talk off the pod if you're not totally sold on that one. but um, Yeah, let's just – we'll, we'll,
0: we'll figure it out. Okay.
1: Sounds good. All righty. Well, until next time, we will uh, – we'll we'll be back next week with, with
0: something. <laughs> exactly. Something of the video game retro variety sort.
1: Maybe Digimon World. Maybe not. Maybe Animaniacs. Maybe not. I don't know. You decide. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Maybe Tetris. Maybe not. Uh, maybe Tetris. Maybe not. All right. All right. Peace out. Later. Bye. If you'd like to send us a message, you can email us at kitgpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at kitgpodcast on Twitter.